Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 224. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. Almost 500 of you are part of my Facebook group, motivated minds. And for some time, I felt as if something was missing. Direct real-time interactions, limiting the ability to create a true community, a place where each of you can interact with each other and myself real-time. So I'm changing that. Each of you are officially invited to my free Discord group, Motivated Minds. This will replace the current Facebook group and create a platform to bring this podcast community together in real time. It will enable me to interact with each of you real time for more in-depth conversations. To kick off this new Discord group, I'm doing a giveaway. I'm giving away a five-minute journal and a productivity planner bundle worth $53 from Intelligent Change. Here's what you need to do to enter. Click the link in my show notes to join the Discord group, drop into one of the channels, and introduce yourself. Who are you and what you're looking to get out of this community? That's it. This giveaway will be ending July 15th, so make sure to enter. See you all in the group. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. We've all experienced days where our minds feel like they're at peak performance, where our minds are electrified with mental clarity, not needing to search for the right words in a conversation. When reading a book, we're able to comprehend what we're reading, absorbing the material, or at social gatherings, feeling more confident. If you've experienced these moments, you're probably wishing they were more frequent. So, 
how do we operate closer to our mental potential? What are some habits that can boost our mental clarity? Number one, engage in graduated stimulation. When we engage in things that are overly stimulating, such as doom scrolling social media for hours or going down a rabbit hole on YouTube, binging videos for hours. In these instances, we are injecting ourselves with dopamine, stimulating ourselves to just veg out. And what's really dangerous about this overstimulation is most of us do this in the morning. Meaning, we are kicking off our days with this overstimulation, with these addictive behaviors. Because we feel as if we need to see what's happening around us, irrelevant of the impact it has on our lives. And each platform we jump on provides another dose, all before we've done anything, before we've moved a muscle, before we've showered, before we've eaten. So why is this so dangerous? Because when we need to engage in things that are more slow-paced or boring or less stimulating, it makes it extremely difficult to transition. It makes the necessary tasks or habits that we all know are key to our growth seem even more distant and boring. It triggers brain fog and creates a hold pattern where we are stuck in this state of brain fog. So, how can we solve this problem? We need to practice graduated stimulation. This is where we specifically organize our days in a fashion that allows us to ramp up stimulation. So, for example, give a rating 1 through 10 for each of your tasks for the day. This rating is based on the level of fun that's associated with each task. By the way, this is similar to another tactic around rating our tasks based on difficulty level that I've shared in the past. So, most likely, our most challenging and difficult tasks will have somewhere around a 1 or 2 rating. They're extremely difficult, so we most likely will associate them as being boring. We all know we need to do them, though, but we don't necessarily look forward to doing them, which means we naturally push them off. Do those tasks first thing in the morning. This ensures we have the mental energy to dedicate to those tasks. And it also ensures our brain isn't eroded and worn out throughout the day, making it extremely challenging to address it later on. This just leads us to struggling to accomplish that task and burning more energy than needed. After addressing these boring one to two fun level tasks, then we can gradually move on 
to the more entertaining and exciting tasks as the day progresses. This ensures that as our energy, our willpower, our motivation, and our fuel dwindles, we have the exciting tasks to look forward to. These naturally provide energy, which means we have less of a need to force ourselves to engage in work through those things. This tactic is extremely effective because we're not necessarily going cold turkey on social media or these overstimulating outlets. We're merely rearranging them throughout our day to increase efficiency while still engaging in social devices. Ultimately, this is just another form of balance and regulation. This helps to balance our lives between healthy habits and our habitual habits. It also helps to make those not-so-fun or boring tasks more fun because we no longer subconsciously compare them to those overstimulating outlets. Number two, start brain dumping. Here's a crazy statistic. Current scientific estimates are that some 95% of brain activity is unconscious. These include habits and patterns, atomic body function, creativity, emotions, personality, beliefs and values, cognitive bias, and long-term memory. This means that a majority of the things we experience throughout the day are being processed behind the scene in our minds, even though we are not consciously aware of it. So why is this so important when it comes to mental clarity? Because we need to really monitor what our subconscious knows. Even though we might not be aware of it, we still know about it, and it still affects us. And because this is the case, it becomes an overflowing sink. It leaks and spills into everything around it, ultimately affecting everything the water touches. A great example of this is when our to-do list just keeps growing and filling more and more and more. When this happens, irrelevant of whether or not we're thinking about it, it spills into the present moment, affecting anything we're engaging with at that time. So in other words, as our list grows and fills up, we're leaving it up to our subconscious to delegate and organize. And most of the time, those buckets that our subconscious throws it into just spills all over the place. It becomes too much. And that shows up in the form of stress, anxiety, struggling to be present, and then comes the brain fog. So how can we ensure or greatly reduce this from happening? Create a habit around brain dumping. So you may be wondering, what is brain dumping? Everything that you have to do, that you're responsible for, everything that you need to 
remember. Write it down. This is a physical or digital document where you let it all go. Now, some of you may be thinking, this seems counterproductive because now I have this huge list of things. Isn't this just going to make me feel more overwhelmed? The truth is this list is a lot less stressful than harnessing the same behaviors that created our brain fog, our anxiety and stress in the first place. Think about it as if we're freeing unnecessary storage and clutter from our minds. Our hard drive. It's much better to offload that material. Offload material that triggers anxiety and stress and leaves it to the document to hold that burden. A little bonus, when writing this material down, make sure to be as thorough as possible. This eases the burden off of our subconscious. We are exporting and uploading these heavy and busy thoughts onto a third-party hard drive, one that sits outside of our mind. Now, there is another step beyond just brain dumping. It's organizing our tasks according to what's called the Eisenhower complex. This is a, a simple system, don't be intimidated by it, of organizing the importance and urgency of our various tasks. So how does this break down? Things that are both important and urgent, you should do first. Things that are urgent and not so important, you should find a way to delegate it or do later. Or at the end of the day, when we don't have as much mental energy and steam. Things that are not urgent, in other words, things that are not time sensitive, but are still important, you should find a way to plan for those things and figure out a time where you can slowly chip away at them. And lastly, things that are not urgent and not important, you just shouldn't do them. Anything that is on our brain dump that is neither urgent nor important, you should find a way to toss it. Rid yourself of its weights and its responsibilities. I cannot express enough how much mental clarity this will provide you. It's freeing and it allows us to be present and observant. This becomes a trickling effect, allowing us to pick up on things we once missed. And that's because we are freeing our brains of clutter and unclogging our plumbing. Number three, practice mindfulness. I interviewed Shelly Paxton, the former chief marketing officer of Harley Davidson on episode 189, and we dove deep into mindfulness. But this bears repeating given its importance. Mindfulness is basically the act of training our brains to exist not in the hypothetical, but in the real. In other words, we bring our consciousness from outside of our head and all the busy, anxious, noisy thoughts 
that are bouncing around upstairs, and we bring them into our body, into what's in front of us, what's tangible, sights, smells, the feelings around us. This helps to stop us from overthinking. This overthinking is one of the main drivers of our mental fog. Here's the exciting thing about practicing mindfulness. Once we learn the basics, the core mechanics of mindfulness and being in the present, something very powerful starts to happen. We view the world through an entirely new perspective and lens, a more objective lens. And this lens is one that accepts reality for what it is, not what we distort it to be in our minds. What's amazing about this lens is that it allows our eyes to adjust permanently, our minds to adjust permanently. If you're someone that constantly overthinks, prone to anxiety, mindfulness is one of those things that is a no-brainer. So the intention should be that we each practice mindfulness daily. And it doesn't need to be throughout the entire day. It could be five or ten minutes a day until it becomes second nature. So you may be wondering, okay, this sounds good, but how do I practice mindfulness? First, don't multitask. Do not switch attention between multiple tasks. It's not good for our brain or our productivity. Second, pause before reacting. We so often have this urge to react rather than slowing down to process and think through a better approach. Having habitual atomic reactions to difficult events is not a helpful way to respond. We need to choose a helpful response rather than reacting automatically. Third, watch your thoughts. It's critical that we are aware of our thought patterns. We need to learn to notice when we are holding on to a negative thought and find ways to refocus on kindness and gratitude. Fourth, always be curious. Curiosity leads us to get back in touch with the wonders and possibilities of life. Curiosity allows us to remove this behavior around taking things at face value. Always question. Fifth, don't get wrapped up in your emotions. Our emotions are informational. They are only informational if we allow them to be. Here's a question you can ask yourself when facing these emotions. What am I thinking or doing that's causing the painful feelings of anxiety, depression, guilt, shame, jealousy, anger, loneliness, or emptiness? And lastly, sixth, make peace with your imperfections. To be imperfect is to be human. Once we accept ourselves, the noise outside starts to become silent. We start to find 
core components around why we do certain things and address them at their core rather than chasing false issues. Practice being in harmony with the wholeness of things. It avoids anxiety over our imperfections. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into three habits that will boost your mental clarity. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.